0: Hello and welcome to Almost Thirty Podcast.
1: Welcome, come one, come all. Welcome, come one, come all. (laughs) It's Lindsay and Krista. So happy you are here. Shall we take a breath? Yes.
0: (sighs) Gotta love, gotta love a breath, breath moment, and our bodies. (laughs) Um, We're so. So glad you're here. Welcome to Almost 30. You don't need to be 30 or anywhere around it. This episode is going to be really special. It was about an Instagram hiatus that Lindsay took during the month of December. And I think a lot of the points that we're going to be talking about in this intro and her episode are super relevant. And I feel like for some of us, you know, taking time off of Instagram may seem like it's really easy. Like, who cares? I could do it. And then there's a lot of us that would feel like, Almost just scared to step away from Instagram for however long, you know, if it feels like it's part of our identity, maybe we're a creator, maybe we're an influencer, maybe we're an entrepreneur, or if it just feels like it's the one thing that we can do to relax, you know, at the end of the day or, You know, whenever we have a break, I think we use social media for a variety of different numbing reasons or productive reasons or expression reasons, whatever the reasons are. So many of us are so attached to social media right now that it's such an important part of our conversation when we're talking about wellness and when we're talking about growth.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, when you take a break from anything, there can be, at least from my experience, this feeling of, okay, so you you were bad because you're you were so attached to it or you were unconsciously on the app or you're mindlessly scrolling wasting your time hours here hours there and you can go into that like kind of harsh loop and you know I was just mindful of those thoughts going into it because I really I also wanted to feel into, wow, what are some of the ways in which I'm like really proud the way I show up or what I really love about being so connected to so many people or being able to witness people's growth, creativity. Like I didn't want to bring in this like cloud of Instagram and be like, damn you, I'm leaving. So just anything that you take a break from, I think it's really important to recognize like the, the totality or like the 360 view of the relationship that you have, instead of just focusing on what is quote, bad about it. But yeah, I got this hit to to take a break. I'd never taken a month off. Like that was, was never in my realm of possibility just for me. I was like, how would I ever do that? And I really didn't give myself a chance to even think about it. And then it just kept coming to me and I was like, okay, well, instead of like squashing the idea, like what could it look like? Like how would it be possible? And so In this episode, I just at the top, especially, I explain, you know, what I needed to do in order to set myself up for success. Because, you know, this like dreamy thing of taking a month off, okay, great, like actually requires some structure and requires some Mm -hmm. planning so that you don't go into it with the anxiety of, oh no, I don't trust myself, or oh no, what's going to fall apart if I am, for example, not on Instagram. And so, that part of it really helped me to actually commit. And I think it's just important when we're committing to do anything. It's like, what do we need to actually feel supported in this rather than just trusting that we're going to commit to it? Because sometimes there are parts of our human that, you know, are just a little willy nilly, or there are parts of our environment or the people or things that are stimulating or trying to grab our attention that are unpredictable. And so how can we really set ourselves up for that to be successful? A lot of things that I didn't expect to come up came up. And I think, you know, we can kind of both relate on that, especially over the holidays, just having a lot of time to rest and have space and nothingness of sorts, like kind of this void. It was so interesting. And for me and I talk about it more in the episode, but it was like this magnification of like me. (laughs) And so if I'm reactive to things, it was like 10X where I was like really seeing these moments of like, huh, okay, you have this like knee jerk thing that you do or, oh, wow, this is really important to you. Like it was just magnifying things that I wasn't really tending to them or recognizing these things about myself. And Neither good nor bad. It was just really interesting. And it was almost like a little freaky at first because I was like, just me and me. <laughs> like, yeah, was <we'll> here. <laughs> I was like, okay, so we're going to go in the other room and get to know this part of me. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was something I hadn't really experienced for that long a period of time and given myself the chance to normally I would distract in some way. Yeah, I mean, it just provides
0: like removes like the veil of everything because it's like if you're constantly dipping in and out of reality by going on social media, it's like you see a story someone's traveling to Bali, your mind is in Bali. You're like, oh, I am traveling to Bali. I'm thinking about Bali. I'm thinking about this person in Bali, or you're seeing something that's really heartbreaking, you know, then your mind and your heart are in this person's story or what they're going through. Or if you see, Someone that makes you jealous, then you're kind of in this mode of jealousy. And it, there's just so many emotions. And again, I've said this like, so much residue that can happen when you're like dipping in and out of social media on a daily basis. So when you remove that, it's like, oh my gosh, what is here? And everything can come much more closely into focus. And I think what you were talking about earlier is really important. I've been obsessed with this lately. Like, are you making goals because you hate yourself or because you love yourself? And whenever you're doing something like this, it's like embarking on that journey, not because you're like, I'm the worst and I'm always on social media and I never get anything done and I'm addicted and I'm all these things. It's like, how can you be like, oh my gosh, I love myself so much where I want to explore what else I is out there for me. Like what other sides of me could I tap into when I'm not on social media all the time? How can I use this as an act of like loving myself So much that I'm choosing myself over distractions from social media. We did a really good episode with Cal Newport. He writes the book Digital Minimalism, and he's like an expert in this type of conversation. And I loved talking to Cal. That was a few years ago, but that one really opened my eyes about the impact of social media and our phones on our productivity, on our happiness, on the way that we show up. So I think taking a break from anything that's feeling like it's encroaching on your expression, encroaching on you know, your priorities encroaching on your mental health is really important. And usually social media is like one of those things. And thinking about growing up, like we didn't grow up with this all the time. Like it wasn't like a thing that we were used to. And now it's a part of our everyday life. We take our phone to the bathroom. We take it in the car. We take it to dinner. We take it to cook. We take it to meditate. We take it to the bed. Like we take it every single place and it's really intrusive on how we live. And You know, we always get scared about AI and all these things. And it's like, we're already really close and intimate with our phones and with technology right now. So how can we just make sure that we're maintaining the self, like the physical reality self that doesn't just like exist
1: online? Oh, yeah. I mean... Here comes the metaverse. <laughs> I know, too <dude. laughs> corny.
0: I just hope that everyone thinks Mark Zuckerberg's so corny that we just are like, we're not doing that. I just I literally agree. don't understand. I'm like, so I can take meetings and it's like a video game. Like I can be a frog with a hat on and a meeting and you can be a giraffe in like a tutu and then we can have our meetings. Like, I don't understand why the hell I'd want to do that. Like, I really don't. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is cool. You're like, oh, where's our reports? And you're like, wow, that's an octopus that's giving me my report. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I pray that it'll never get to that place where it's like that, but
1: yeah. I don't know. I know, I know. Over, over the break, I we were with some friends and one of them works for like a virtual reality company. And so I put on the Oculus thing. Yeah, we have one. I, it's crazy. The fact that people are going to prefer to live like that and interact like that and work out like that and explore far foreign places like that and vacation there. You know what I mean? It's very yeah, it scared the shit out of me. I was actually nauseous. But yeah, so to that point, I I felt very, very quickly, it was actually shocking how quickly I forgot about it. Mm. Pretty much, you know, and it made me think about the concept of out of sight, out of mind, and how many things are in my sight, in our sight by being on our phone. And last thing I'll say is the, I had a conversation with one of our podcast Pro Accelerator uh, coaching clients, and dianza lucky, she's amazing. And she gave me this little tip, not knowing that I was doing this. And she recommended that on my phone, I... Um, take all of my apps off of the main screen. Mm -hmm. And so you push everything one screen over or one whatever over. This is really simple and kind of sounds stupid. But when I open my phone, I'm not seeing any apps. I'm seeing, I'm creating like a little vision board to put there and like, Mm -hmm. you can put whatever you want. Anything that just like brings you joy. And I've just noticed that it's helped to kind of curb that feeling I have where I'm like, oh yeah, I see, I see yes. there's an inbox thing. I see a red thing here and I got to click it. It like gives me a moment to pause. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like we're trained now because my Instagram, I think one night I did like a meditation before bed, which I don't normally do. But and then I woke up and my Instagram was like in some folder. And I, so my initial reaction to go to it a certain way was changed. And I was like, yo, like this is, crazy that my normal response is to go through it this way. And just by changing it in this small way, it's just become so much more difficult. I know Tim Ferriss did, maybe he interviewed Cal Newport, but they were also talking about making it grayscale, having your phone be grayscale instead of color helps you to not get that same satisfaction of seeing all the different colors and seeing all the different like apps and programs. I don't even know if that would help, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things, like it's, I really notice it too. And I think about like from a productivity perspective, and it's not like I'm productivity, like horny or anything, but it's like people so much are like, oh, I have so much going on, or I'm, you know, so stressed, blah, blah, blah. And like, even like my lovely husband. And I'm like, oh, if you are really real with yourself and looked at all the times you got off a call early and you were on the phone for 15 minutes, and then it bled over to later in the afternoon, and you're really checking your phone screen time and the amount of time you're spending on apps, like you have to be real that like we're not really yes. spending as much time as we think on the things that we really love and you know for me when i'm thinking about the things that i love to do or the way that i love to be it's like how much time are you spending on that how much time are you spending in the in between times of your phone you know and i think for me it's like in between meetings when you're done early you're like okay i kind of want to relax i want to turn off for a second and it's like the first thing you go to so how can you sit with yourself and how can you be with yourself over being with like this fake world. Mm-hmm. And just like a last thing I've been thinking about like how much do we foster the social media AI version of ourselves versus the actual physical version of ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, like technically you could like take a picture, face tune your whole self, edit your whole self, write a caption that might not even be true for you, and then create this like fake online persona and then you're sort of just like fostering and creating and fulfilling this online persona that could not even be real. And so we're not really tending to our real lives and self and relationship and soul as much as we're tending to like this fake profile followers existence that we really create online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a
1: that's a powerful point. And yeah, it almost feels like a split at times. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And like, then it's
0: like, it's already outdated. Like, so you have this version of it. Like even I'll look at posts where I'm like, dang, that was really potent medicine or words for that time that I wrote. But then I'm like a month later, I'm like, what? That's not mm-hmm. relevant to me right now. So it's in it, you could never be up to date with the version of you create online. It's never gonna feel like you because it's not you in this present moment. So it always feels out of date. And then you're always kind of catching up, trying to make it feel up to date. It's just it's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. Last, last thing. I I just mentioned kind of my re, re-entry and Kiki, our healer, just helped with creating protections around. The Instagram yeah. and also like infusing and imbuing it as like this temple, which sounds mm-hmm. so cheesy, but it's like, this is a creative temple. This is a a place where, you know, we can share our hearts, our learnings, whatever it is, but really imbuing it with that intention on like an energetic level was super helpful. And I continue to kind of do every day where I'm just making sure even with partnerships that, you know, we, we do and love to do. It's like, okay, like, how can I really come at this with, from my heart and like creating as me and just ultimately that will imbue it with that as well. Yeah, I love that. Instagram temple. The temple, baby.
0: The temple, baby. If you love this one, we would love if you shared with a friend. Maybe you all can inspire one another to take a week off, take a month off, take a few days off. You can support one another. I think this is something that we should definitely do in our membership community next year is do a digital detox together. This is a really great way to connect with yourself, find your purpose, feel more aligned to your life. So highly recommend sharing with a friend to start a conversation on this. And also make sure you're subscribed to the show. That's how you get all the episodes straight to your inbox. Almost 500 episodes now. So we have tons of amazing content on spirituality, wellness, all of the things that we've done over the years. So check out the library of episodes if you're interested to dig into
1: more. Yes, and we'll share more information about a program I have coming up on the other side of this episode. But thank you guys for listening. Enjoy this one and we'll see you on the other side. See you soon. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode.
0: When I first moved to Los Angeles, I did not have my usual repertoire of doctors and specialists and dentists and I started to use ZocDoc. And it was so helpful to read reviews of doctors in the area and then also find out before I called them or not even have to call them Mm -hmm. and understand if they took my insurance or not.
1: Yeah, it just takes a lot of that like dreaded feeling of like, oh God, I gotta go to the call and then I gotta wait. I gotta be put on hold. And I gotta
0: feel ashamed if they don't take my insurance.
1: Yes, that's a weird, yeah, that's a very Weird. weird, real feeling. Yes. Yeah, ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed. So I I love reading reviews just to kind of, you know, check the vibe, confirm what the vibe is. Um, you can also see if they take your insurance, with which Chris has said, and are available when you need them. Um, you can book it all in the app. That's I the love other it. That's thing. Yeah. So they also, so
0: you check your insurance, make sure they're good, and then you book right on. I'll never forget when I saw that I could book right in there. I'm like, oh my gosh.
1: Mm-hmm. Reschedule
0: easily in there. It was so
1: easy. Yeah. Go to ZocDoc.com slash almost 30 zocdo com slash almost 30 and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many, many, many of them are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash almost 30 zocdo com slash almost 30. Hi, everyone. It is Lynn's. Welcome to another solo. I am really excited to give you an in depth recap and reflection and honest thoughts after my IG hiatus. So, this was public knowledge. I went off Instagram, nothing new here. People have done it in history and made it through it. But I had never gone off Instagram for This long. It was about 30 days, and I really never had, you know, the balls to do it. So I want to walk you through when the idea came to me, what came up, the resistance, all the things, and then how I basically created space and set myself up to really be here for this time rather than just getting through it to take it off my goal list. So I'm gonna walk you through that process And there are parts of this process that I just intuitively built in that looking back and experiencing everything, now know that those pieces were really, really important in order for me to feel all the things, to be as present as possible and really receive, receive the gifts and benefits of doing this for myself, I'm going to share with you a lot of what came up during this time, during this void. And I'm also going to share with you how you can create your own period of disconnection from perhaps a space or a thing that seems to grab and hold your attention for more time than you are really enjoying or wanting. How you can create a void, really, and what is there for you and how we can do this consistently so it is sustainable and it becomes a part of how we live our lives so that we are not you know beholden to these pieces of technology to these platforms where we can really come back to our own inner strength and power and knowing and overall just feel better in mind body and spirit so this idea came to me over the summer of 2021 it was an exciting thing that came to me. I was like, wait, Ooh, that would be, that'd be cool to take an extended break from Instagram. And then I quickly extinguished it. Like the thoughts started rolling, not going to happen, you know, was the basic sentiment of all of those thoughts and fears. Like how would I even do this? I'm mindful now that that part of my brain that just squashes vision or intuitive hits like that, I know it better now. I know that part of me now is the part of me that holds so tight to the limit on my life because they feel safe and it feels like home to be close to those limits. It's like, I know my surroundings, which is kind of weird to me because I can say from my higher self perspective, and if any of you speak to or connect with your higher self on a regular basis, you know that oftentimes the higher self has a different perspective than the small mind. But my higher self, she sees the vision, she allows for the possibility and the changes that need to be made in order to experience it. It's very clear and simple. So even just in that beginning of like seeing this vision and then mind squashing it, I realized like I need to tend to that part of me that resists expansion and resists the ability to trust what I cannot conjure in my own mind in the moment and really rely on my higher self to kind of show me and your higher self to show you the way. Because sometimes it can be feel like you're being led in the dark, but the feeling is so strong and clear that... Your ability to trust will be proportionate to your ability to expand into it. So, this idea came to me in the summer of 2021. I squashed it, but then I set aside time. I was like, you know what? Okay, Linz, like you don't have to commit to it right this moment, but allow yourself to imagine what it would be like if you took off 30 days from Instagram. And mind you, you know, I'll, I will be completely honest, if you didn't already know, so much of my expression runs through Instagram. So much of um, my income comes from being creative on Instagram, from partnering with aligned brands on Instagram, from uh, sharing with you what we are doing uh, with Almost 30 on Instagram. It's such an incredible platform for connection, messaging, and creativity. And so I was scared. I was like, oh, all that goes out the window for 30 days. I don't know if I can do that. But I just started to allow myself to imagine, okay, like, but what if I could do it? And how would I set myself up to feel really good and peaceful and expansive for those 30 days? And so I started to see it. I started to see some of the systems and structures and conversations that I needed to have in order to make this a reality. And so September of 2021, I decided between me and me that we were going to do this. And I kind of made it a bigger deal (laughs) to myself than perhaps it really was. But... I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I am going to notify my digital manager who handles my partnerships. I am going to let the team know in advance. I am going to tell friends that I'm going to do this. I'm going to tell Sean that I'm going to do this. And so it really kind of put a stake in the ground, like, okay, this is happening. And it started to move the pieces that needed to be moved and notified in order to kind of like pave the start paving the way to this void that I wanted to create. We hope you're enjoying this conversation. We're gonna take a few moments to share brands with you that we love and who support this show.
0: I was at date night with my husband and one of our dear friends, Milana Snow and her boyfriend. And we were like, she was complimenting all my jewelry. I was complimenting her jewelry. And she's like, wait, are you wearing Ana Luisa? And I said, yes. And she's like, I am too. And we were both fully stacked (laughs) in Ana Luisa jewelry looking so, so fresh. And it made me so happy. Whenever I choose to put on jewelry, I can notice a change in my mood. Mm -hmm. I just feel so much more stylish and cool. And I love all of my
1: pieces from Ana Luisa. Yeah, they are super, super stylish. Also, they have new collections every single Friday. So I actually look forward to just checking out their drops every single Friday. And added bonus is that they are incredibly fairly priced. Yeah. So their jewelry starts at $39. I am currently wearing my Sia earrings. They are these 14 karat gold on sterling silver little paper clips that I have They're in my ears. I, I noticed am, them. I am sick. Okay? I am sick. They're amazing. Um no but I love their jewelry. And yeah again it's just it's nice to to adorn yourself yes. a little bit you know? And I love the just
0: having gold everyday staples. I like the rope gold ring. It's like this cool rope-style ring. And then they're mini huggy hoops. I usually Mm -hmm. wear a stack of mini huggy hoops, and I won't take them off. I'll wear them all the time. And then this really cool chain, the Ina chain, is just like a basic gold chain that looks super fresh.
1: Yeah, I love it. And Valentine's Day is coming up. So this is the perfect gift to get a loved one. um, And you can get up to 40% off. So check it out, Ana Luisa. You're going to go to shop.analuisa.com slash almost. That's com slash almost. Up to 40% off for Valentine's Day. Get your shopping done. slash almost. The other day, I knew that I was missing something in my medicine
0: cabinet, and it was my array bloat. Oh, it's the freaking
1: best. Every it's single night, I take it,
0: and so, it's just, uh, it just helps with digestion, helps with bloat, helps after that too full feeling. I usually, I don't use it every day, but I'll use it when I have that like uncomfortable fullness feeling. Maybe I've had too many sodas. Maybe I've just eaten some interesting foods that aren't sitting with me well. And so I love taking blope It has bromelain, ginger root, lem- lemon balm, dandelion root, peppermint, Slippery Elm. So it has natural, really clean ingredients with no fillers for really great results.
1: Yeah. It's a unique blend of herbs, minerals, and vitamins. And what's cool is that they have naturopathic doctors on their board. So they are informing the formula that is being created for their products. I take Calm every single night, their Calm formula. Um, It's a blend of four herbs, minerals, and vitamins. And this is really great to just kind of like take me out of any fight or flight mode that I'm in, like from the working day. It lowers my cortisol. Super, super effective. I am calm as hell by the end of the day. And I've said since day one, magnesium is my superstar. Mm -hmm.
0: Superstar. And they have a really quality magnesium and calm that not only relaxes you,
1: but helps keep you regular. Yes. Which is Makes a girl happy. Makes a girl happy. We love a digested, regular (laughs) woman. If you go to Array.com, that's A-R-R-A-E.com and use our code ALMOST30, you'll get 10% off your purchase. So that's Array.com. Use our code ALMOST30 for 10% off. Enjoy. And so I, again, let people know both within my working life and in my personal life. And I already decided that it was important to me that I was completely disengaged from social media. And so that meant that I had to prep content for almost 30 in advance. I also had to make sure that I was not confirmed for any partnerships in the month of December well in advance, even if it meant I was creating content in December, but for another month for January or February, I really didn't want to do that. And so I had to get very clear and real and honest with myself about the, those certain standards and boundaries that I had to create. It's a little Uncomfortable at first because I felt a bit of a porousness in my boundaries where I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Ma- okay. Just that one thing. <laughs> then I'd be like, no, 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 honey, you decided this is important to you. And this is touching on one of the aspects of myself that I know very well who you know puts the needs of others over my needs because it makes me feel good to satisfy someone else's needs. And so I just, I drew that very, very clear line. And so my decisions and my actions early on a couple months before started to reflect in my confidence around the decision. And it started to reflect in my clarity that started to sharpen as I got closer to this time. And it also just gave me a peace. You know, oftentimes when I'm anticipating something, I can become really, really anxious. I can make assumptions. I can create stories in my head. And so this planning and this drawing very clear boundaries and lines in the sand helped me to be more peaceful approaching this time these 30 days. So as I approached these 30 days, I had done all my prep work. I felt really good and I basically like floated off of Instagram around December 4th. A few days in, it just kind of aligned that that was the day that I was going to do it. I think it was a Friday. And I just kind of floated off. And before I floated off of the app, I got really clear about my intention for doing this. And I wrote it down and I sat in meditation. I kind of like called my team in. So I'm calling my guides, my angels, my guardians, my galactic team, just everyone kind of in a team meeting and just asking for the peace, the guidance, the clarity, the strength to to move through this and move through this as presently as possible, to feel everything that comes up, to notice when I am trying to distract or numb out and just kind of have that team and spirit help me to do so. And then I wrote down my intention. And my intention overview was basically to allow this month away from Instagram to clear any projections I have on social media, whether it was others projecting on me or me projecting onto the actual platform or onto my Instagram handle in particular. I wanted to clear my unconscious attachments to being on the app and to really conjure a creative flow that I know has been patiently waiting to come through me for a long time now and I really just intended to be open to anything else that needs tending to. I didn't want to like burden myself with so many intentions that it created like this cage around me. So, I just wanted to definitely have the intentions come through that were clear and powerful and they are. Be careful when you intend because your words and your intentions are incredibly powerful. But this really set the tone energetically. For me, it was something that because I wrote it down, I came back to often and it helped me to ground down when I would feel a little bit shaky. And I also was really mindful before floating off of Instagram to let go of any lofty goals that wanted to be established for this period, this 30 days, because I felt myself start to feel that I needed to have something to show on the other side of this hiatus. You know, show everybody like, I recorded an album or I wrote a book or whatever, you know, and I was like, oh man, what's that? what's that part of me that wants to be super productive and also show the world what this created for me no judgment on that behavior but i was like oh that's like really really interesting so i'm just going to you know pin it notice it but i didn't have any goals right i had my intentions but i left go- let go of those lofty goals. Now, first day off, I said I floated off because that's what it felt like. I was like, huh, okay. That was easy. See you later. Did a little farewell post. Everyone rest easy. See you later. See you in 2022. Easy. And then a few hours later, mind you, I had not deleted the actual app off of my phone. I thought, well, I'll put it on the last page of my apps. I will sign out of it and you know that should be fine. <laughs> um it wasn't fine. I three times found myself scrolling Instagram without even knowing, without even realizing consciously realizing that I was on the app. And I was like so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like on the toilet at one point. I was like Oh my God, I like nearly threw my phone. I'm like, how the fuck did I get here? Okay. So I knew I was like, okay, we need to delete this off of the phone. And so I did. And truly within hours, it was out of sight, out of mind. And all was well. All was well until things got interesting. (laughs) Let's think about this for a second. So we are in a world where there is rarely extended periods of time where there isn't something trying to grab our attention, right? Whether it's on our phones, our kids, our family, people texting us on the, and then the TV and the Netflix and watch this and watch that. And rarely is there a time when something is not trying to grab our attention. Rarely are we in nothingness, Rarely are we really given that space to direct that attention to self. And so this was like a really interesting feeling. And I just want to explain this to you because I feel like when you create your own void where you are really limiting or taking away ideally any things or people that are vying for your attention in a very intense way, there will be a bit of disorientation because this is what you've been used to. And so all of a sudden there is space to actually feel what you've been feeling or hear the stories that loop in your mind to actually notice patterns of behavior, whether it's of you or others. It is everything becomes quite magnified, very, very magnified. You really observe the reactive nature of self, or at least I did. So I will speak for myself. I was observing this reactive nature that I had where whether it was with Sean or family in particular, I I would have this like kind of reactive defensiveness. That was so interesting to me because I wouldn't necessarily think that I am that that type of person to react, defend, be defensive. And it wasn't all the time, right? Like I... I don't consider myself to be like, oh my God, I I didn't know I was that person. But there were moments when I was really protective of whether it was who people thought I was or how they thought I was acting. And it was so interesting to have that magnified and have that just like right in front of me. And to have that space to almost be still with it and to observe it. And so this void really allowed me in a very real way to become an observer of me, (laughs) an observer of self. It allowed my emotions to really meet me eye to eye, right? And it was confronting at times. It was hard, it was really, really, really hard at times. But thankfully, you know, if you listen to Almost 30 quite a bit and kind of know the type of work that we're in, I do have the tools. I do have the support system. I do have the intuitive hits that are constantly reminding me that, ah, oh, this is an invitation. Like this feeling of discomfort, this fear, this. This very high, highly intense emotion is an invitation to learn more about yourself, to maybe change something. And so, after I got over the initial, like, what the hell is going on? Kind of settled into this opportunity of, like, whew, okay, so if, if nothing else during these 30 days, if I get to know aspects of myself a little bit more, then rock. On baby, rock on, (laughs) because it felt so important. It felt like such a privilege to be able to do that because I had neglected that for quite some time, and I feel like so many of us do. You know, we have so much to do, we have so much to accomplish, so many people to serve, and it it gets put on the back burner. And that brings me to you know my next point or or learning is that I had during this time a reprioritization of really what's important to me and what comes first. And as a person who, you know, to a fault tends to put others' needs above or in front of my own, you know, this is kind of a big deal and can... Shake up relationships. It can it can shake up dynamics and hopefully reset some dynamics in relationship. I feel really lucky because Sean is incredibly supportive of that prioritization of self. He and I are on the same page there and Also very honest in moments when we feel as though, because we can tend to swing pretty far in that direction, both of us, pretty honest about when the other is not taking into account the thoughts, feelings, experience of the other person. So it it is definitely a dance and takes incredible presence and feeling rather than overanalyzing. But I I did realize that that is like a really beautiful mark of our relationship that I appreciate because it allows me to really show up as the best partner that I can, as the best everything really, Uh, founder, business partner, friend, sister, daughter, and so to practice with him, the person that I see most days and live with and love, it's, it's been really, really healing for me as someone who was people-pleasing all the time to a fault. I also, in this void, and my wish for you as well, is that you will be able to see and experience so clearly that you are creating every moment the cause and effect it is it is in 4K it is in HD baby you're going to see the cause and effect and in that sometimes it was shocking whether it was the the energy that i was bringing into a conversation and how that energy or assumption created an experience that reflected it back to me, that confirmed how I felt or confirmed the lie I was telling myself. It's just, it can be very, very disturbing at times, but, or, and it's also really empowering. And it really supports you and pushes you to take full responsibility for everything in your life. (laughs) Everything, everything in your life. And I know it's like such a big concept to take responsibility for everything in your life. But I actually have found so much peace in that. And I've become much more aware of and much more intentional with how I am showing up to my relationships, to moments, to my creativity, to any newness in my life. And it's it's been quite quite liberating. And no longer, or most of the time, I am not spending energy blaming other people, situations, circumstances, my history, what have you on what I'm experiencing right now. You are, God is in you. God is you. <laughs> you, are God, and you are the ultimate creator in your life. And so I think, you know, we, we have room to own that a lot more. And so in this void, you're able to almost like in slow motion, see like, wow, I created that. (laughs) I created that experience. And what's really, really beautiful that, you know, my therapist and I talk about a lot is the power of intention. And if you've heard this a hundred times and you think it's cheesy and you've never really given thought to creating intention before you do things, before you talk to someone, before you create something, I need you to set aside the judgment and the critique of this concept, because I was one of those people for a bit, it is everything. It is incredibly powerful to bring intention to your life and to every moment because you are creating it. Even if you are eating food, imbue it with intention. You know, I think it was Elizabeth April. I heard her speak one time about food. And even if it's, you know, a nice juicy ass pizza or something like that you know like if you look at the ingredients might not be like awesome for your healthier body but ooh if you imbue it with intention i am taking in this pizza pizza because i know it is going to bring me joy and comfort and i intend that these pieces of the pie will nourish my body for what it needs right now and that it will integrate easily and peacefully in my system you know whatever you want to imbue it with it is so powerful and i believe that i have experienced firsthand the power of that especially with food with drink if i am having a glass or two of wine if i am intentional I will not get a hangover. It is unreal. Try it. Try it. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode.
0: So my new obsession for breakfast is oatmeal, and then I will drizzle on the Elevy Blue Spirulina Vanilla Superfood Cashew Butter. It is like vanilla frosting, but way healthier. It is a creamy cashew butter with spirulina and sustainably sourced hemp seed oil, which helps me feel less hungry through the day. I found that when I was just having oatmeal in the morning without a fat, that I would get hungry a few hours later and it was spiking my insulin levels without that support of that healthy fat and protein combo. So it's the perfect type of Fab for breakfast that you can have by including Elevy in any carb or oatmeal you're having.
1: Yeah, I really love their products and they're obsessed with making super clean, high quality ingredient products, which is... One of my number one things when it comes to snacks or nut butters. I love their collagen protein yes. bars. My favorite is the chocolate chip cookie dough. Need I say more? It is the perfect size. Yes. Um, it's perfect for snacking, the perfect texture. So it doesn't have the sticky, oily, or the dusty. Yeah, no, it is. So chewy, amazing, and tastes like chocolate chip cookie dough. Yes. Do-do. Do-do-do. <laughs> that's all I want.
0: <laughs> I brought them with me when I traveled. I brought an entire bag when I went to um, Ibiza, and it was really nice to have... On the go, just making sure I'm getting my collagen in because we've talked about this before, but collagen is one of the best things for beauty, for Mm. joints, for health. It is so powerful what collagen's done for my hair, skin, and nails.
1: You can get 15% off plus free shipping on two pouches or more when you go to elevi.co and use the code ALMOST30. You're going to get 15% off your purchase plus free shipping on two pouches or more. Go to elavi.co. Use the code ALMOST30.
0: Justin last night goes, do you eat those after every meal? And he was talking about FX chocolate. And I said, yes, because they are quality supplements that support me through my day.
1: So I take what of it?
0: Focus when I need a little focus support. I take Defend when I need a little immunity support. And I take Sunshine when I need a little vitamin D. And I take exhale when I want to chill. And I take dream before bed. So is that a problem (laughs) But I'm having chocolate throughout my freaking day? I love FX chocolate. It is zero sugar, keto friendly, 15 calorie per square, high quality chocolate with supplements included. And it has really been one of the best additions to my daily
1: life. I mean, it's pretty genius. Genius. Taking high quality chocolate, artisanal chocolate, combining it with essential supplements. Okay, perfect. Um, So each square has powerful nutraceuticals like reishi and ashwagandha, CBD, phytonutrients, and delivers them to you in that square. And it is delicious. So you'll get your healthy fats in there as well. I really love the exhale formula. So this has GABA and L-theanine in that buttery cacao, uh, so this is really great for just mental and emotional calm, and it doesn't get me too tired, so I can yes. still focus. But it just calms me down. I honestly was having a week with Justin, and I felt like a, like a sensei
0: because I was. T- we were having like a fighting week, and I was. Ha- I took Exhale, and I felt like I just navigated our conversations yeah. way better. I was <laughs> like, "Whoa, this is like powerful." So you can get twenty percent off of FX chocolate with code almost. 30 at checkout at fxchocolate.com.
1: Woohoo! So that's fxchocolate.com. Use the code almost30 for 20% off. I'm going to share a few more things that came up for me and that were just so moving and impactful and will stay with me forever. I learned during this time how to hold capacity for myself and to allow spirit and my spirit team to do that as well. I have a tendency sometimes to shame parts of me into not being expressed. And sometimes it feels too big, too much to hold myself. And so I will minimize or make smaller those parts of myself. And in doing that, they would over time turn into like little dragons ready to, ready to burn everything down. And so I am learning and I started to learn during this time that whew, wow, I am, I am a lot. So are you. <laughs> we are multidimensional. We are multi-emotional. We are humans and yet also made of freaking stardust. We are it all. And so I would, in the morning, have a ritual of sorts to hold myself. And it helped me to hold myself in a physical way. So I would incorporate movement where I was touching my body and being in my body and holding the grand expression of my energy and body together. I would also sit in a meditative position, hold my heart, hold around my arms, almost like giving myself a hug. I would either sit up or lay down, place my hands on my womb space, I want you to be intuitive around holding yourself. And in this practice, I would remind myself that my expansiveness, my ability to feel so many things, to hold so many things, to connect to so many people, to allow creative life force to run through me, like all of that was so powerful and beautiful and something that I can every day just kind of hold in reverence and honor it rather than minimize it and shame it. And I would like celebrate that that bigness of me, that wholeness of me. And I just loved that I was able to find a ritual where I was prioritizing all parts of me in one moment. It was really, really powerful. And in those moments, I had just these like flashes of truth that were really beautiful. Often I would write them down, I would have my notebook nearby. And one of the pieces of truth that came through was who I am is never lost and you know if you are moving through any type of transitional period i feel like we always are after all almost 30 was started on that on that truth but you can feel like parts of you are dying you have to let go parts of you and that might be true but who you really are who i really am is never ever lost ever and so if you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to go off Instagram. ugh, I'm so addicted. I hate that I'm always on it. I hate that, like I've just like lost myself. Who you are is never, ever lost. Don't give Instagram that much power. Who you are is never, ever lost and call on your team, call on your spirit team to remind you of that in big and small ways. Another piece of truth that came through that was super powerful was we are the path. We are the purpose. It's you. And I feel like I've probably read that on Instagram somewhere. I've probably read it in a book. I've probably been told it many times, but it came through in this way and really landed this time. I am the path. I am the purpose. We can talk about purpose you know, all day. What's your purpose? Find your purpose and we are it. You know, we really we are it. It is you. It is me. And finally, this void really allowed a lot of things to suspend. And one of those things was self-judgment. And I didn't realize how much of it was going around my head all the time. And it was a, it was a little like disheartening to be honest. I was like, oh man, that's really, that's really sad that you are judging yourself a whole lot, comparing yourself a lot. So self judgment and comparison was really suspended in this like nothingness, and it's what I really needed, and also allowed me to see and experience and know. Deep down, what I really needed. And some of those things are rest, prioritizing rest, whether that is like full eight hours or more, whether that is, you know, building in rest throughout the day. What does that look like? Does that look like reading for 30 minutes on the couch? in between calls. Does that mean going for a walk leisurely and just being outside, taking some deep breaths? That is rest to me. Building in rest with my partner. Sean and I did a really, really, really amazing job of resting over the holiday break. I was really proud of us. (laughs) And it was just so cool to see both of our nervous systems just be like, ah, yeah. (laughs) and it allowed for even deeper conversation even clearer connection physically and energetically it just was so so nice it also allowed me to see that you know creating a home right now this season is super important to me and and being home and feeling that feeling that stability and feeling that Support that I'm creating, that Sean and I are creating in this physical space, but also just this sense of home. And it's made me think about, you know, I travel a lot for work, and it's like, okay, like, how do you create that sense of home where you are? And then also knowing that, you know what? there will be times when I need to prioritize being at home because of what it provides me, what it provides my physical body, my nervous system, my mental, my spiritual, and being okay with that. You know, Suspending that judgment and comparison also allowed me to see and feel and experience and really commit to my music creation. And I've Told the story a couple times, but if you haven't heard it very briefly, I had this piano in my closet for a year. It was in a box. I had bought it from a friend who was moving. And I was like, yeah, actually, I would love to have that. You know, I'd probably use it. A year goes by, never touched it. And I got a ping one day take that piano out of the box, like put it by the window and just plug it in. Like that's all you got to do. And I was like, okay, I will do that. And I have this like beautiful, very, you know, junior setup of a piano and a loop machine and a few other things here. But wow, you know, having the the tools, if you will, set up and ready for me to just sit down and play and have fun with has just been such a game changer. And you know, I just realize how important having that creative practice every single day is for every other aspect of my life. Truly. I am I am better for almost 30 when I allow for that time. I am better for my partnership with Sean. I am better On Instagram, when I come back, I am better for everything and everyone and for myself when I prioritize that. And that just became so, so clear. Now, if you are thinking, oh, I can't take 30 days off Instagram, like, no way. Okay, okay. I definitely urge you to maybe journal a little bit about the feelings that are coming up. And I also honor the like privilege that I have to go off of Instagram for 30 days. But let's just make sure that it's not just kind of these limiting beliefs and fears that I had at the beginning that are stopping you. But what I would really love to encourage us all to do, which you know I am prioritizing now, is creating this nothingness, this void, this disconnection from the thing that is pulling your attention most of the time, whether it's Instagram, maybe uh, it's another platform, maybe uh, TikTok, maybe it is An organization, maybe it's your kids. And granted, I know that you can't always pull yourself away from your kids, but I do think that we can create these little voids, these commitments to self for space, nothingness, where we are not stimulated, where our attention is not pulled for shorter periods of time. And thus, it can be more sustainable. And this is the space where we will meet ourselves, truly meet ourselves, be in our bodies, become more discerning, trusting of ourselves, check in with ourselves, check in with our spirit team. You know, these can be just like beautiful, shorter periods of time that could honestly compound into a deeper, deeper connection with your self. So first, allow yourself space to really bring this vision into your awareness, allow your body to feel it into this possibility. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What is the cadence? It might not look like mine at all, but I want you to allow yourself to bring this into your you know, third eye vision of sorts. So if you're closing your eyes and you're really feeling into it, what are the emotions? Oh yeah, that feels good. I'm doing this or I'm not doing this. I feel peaceful. Oh, yeah, like really going there in your meditation. And then journaling, just any thoughts, reflections afterwards so you can kind of catch, catch those. Next, be real. What's doable? Be very honest with yourself. Don't go big and be like, I'm taking six months off. Yeah, here we go, everybody. Don't go big and set yourself up for disappointment. I want this to be realistic. I want it to be consistent, um, not just a one and done. Number three, know your patterns with distractions. Know your patterns. So when you step into this void, this disconnection from the thing, know your patterns. What do you, do you go on there unconsciously? What do you have to do in order to not do that. Are you only creating for Instagram? Do you say yes anytime your kids say, you know, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy? Right. Know your patterns with things that are grabbing your attention. Do you always watch the thing that Netflix is advertising to you? Okay. How do we scramble this? How do we scramble this? For me, I needed to take the the app like off my phone. Completely. But how do we scramble the circumstances, the things, the things that we expect so that we don't, we meet it and we don't expect it and we're like, oh, okay, woo, I'm present now. What have I got to do? Know your patterns with distractions. Then I want you to really schedule in the void, schedule in the void in your calendar, wherever you keep track of your schedule, schedule it in. Is it every, Sunday from 12 to five? Is it every Friday morning from nine to 10? Is it the month of March? You know, is it the last two weeks of a month? This is yours. There are no rules here. I want this to work for you. I want this to challenge you, but I want this to work for you. Because we do still like have to do life, right? <laughs> we are a human being here on earth. Next, expect a bit of resistance and restlessness. Like I want you to expect that there are going to be some like uncomfortable, ugh, disorienting, ugh, resistance-filled moments in the beginning, especially especially with emotions. Like there's going to be things that come up that you're like, what the hell? Is everything okay with me? But can you hold yourself? Can you expand your capacity to hold you? And just know that what is coming up is helping you know you. It might also be helping you to take the next right action. It's coming up for a reason. So listen. Can you find neutrality and judgment when you listen? And can you be the observer? You know, not reacting, but just, ha, huh, okay. hmm Noted. Writing things down. And in this process of being in the void, whether it's an hour, whether it is a whole day, a week, a month, what have you, I would love for you to design practices and even just simply intend to call yourself back to yourself because there are pieces of you energetically that are out there, right? You know, if if you're on Instagram seven hours a day, let's check your phone time, let's check your app time. There are like pieces of you out there thinking about, you know, that person's uh, vacation to Miami or thinking about, oh, damn, that person got a new house, they're designing it. You know, there are aspects of you that are out there. And also, there's that projection of you on Instagram. Like, your posts are like little pieces of you out there let's just call ourselves back whether it's just intending to call yourself back asking your spirit team to help you whether it is using your body to move and really do a little rain dance of sorts to call yourself back to bring back the essence of you and its full full essence to your body to your center and then finally you know you're going to want to do things in this time to make up for lost time, you're going to be like, I, oh, you know what I should do? I should write that book that I said I was going to write. Okay. I love that for you. And is that also a way to avoid what you're feeling and what's coming up? So I want us to be very honest with ourselves. I love the idea of actually having these first handful or two of voids be true nothingness, true nothingness, where there is nothing vying for your attention. No need to think too much. So what does that rest look like? Be very honest with yourself. Very, very honest with yourself. Maybe it's just, I don't know, coloring, being in bed, resting, literally resting, taking a nap. Maybe, maybe going outside and sitting on your stoop and yeah, just like observing people watching, maybe taking a walk, you know. But just notice that need to do, to accomplish goals during this nothingness because it's not the point. You are the point. Krista said this. You've probably heard it, read it but you are, you are the point, you are the purpose, you are the path. And I'll leave you just with this idea that when you come back from this void, that you also imbue everything with intention. And I've done this with social media where our healer Kiki presented this idea that, you know, this can be like a creative temple, you know, like no one needs to know that, but now you all know it. this can be a creative temple. You know, you can really imbue it with your light and your spirit and be incredibly intentional. You can set up protections, energetic protections. And I've just felt different. You know, I can't really put put words to it, but it has felt different to imbue each post, each time I'm on there with an intention. And it's felt a lot better. So... I am here to support you and cheer you on as you design your own periods of nothingness, of disconnectedness from the things that are vying for your attention, this void. I'm excited for you. None of this has to be perfect. None of this has to look like how it felt and looked like for me. I want you to trust your intuition, trust where you are led on this particular path. And... I'm excited to hear the parts of you that you are getting to know because you have made the time to be in this nothingness. Your creativity loves nothingness. Your feelings love the space, the nothingness to come through. And your feelings, your emotions are how you connect to your spiritual body, how you can connect more deeply to spirit God, your angels guides, all of that. Thank you for listening as always. Thanks for supporting me through the hiatus. Um, It means the world, all of your questions and comments and just cheering me on. I'm so glad I did it. I will be doing it again and I will be building this in on a regular basis. I take the weekends off, but I am also just building in these moments of nothingness very intentionally because I know that there's so much more of me that wants to be revealed to me. And I'm excited to meet her. Thank you all so much for listening. If this one landed with you, if you have any questions, uh, you can DM me at Lindsay simsick And as Krista said in the beginning, pass this along to a friend. Maybe this is something that you can do with your own community, friends, family. It definitely enlivens conversation in a lot of ways. And I have the sacredness of being single program open for enrollment very, very soon. Be- I am holding a free sacredness circle, which will be just really special to bring together people from all over the world who find themselves in this season. So we'll be doing guided visualization, journaling, open discussion, small groups, and I will just lead you through an experience that will hopefully just ground you a little bit more in this season. And then, of course, if you're called, the program is a seven-week program with others, as well. And it's super intimate. And, you know, when we did it last year, I I just learned I learned so much. And it was super, super profound. I've actually been catching up with a lot of the graduates lately. And it's just really good to hear that this work kind of translates beyond just this season and into others. So can't wait to welcome you. Almost30.com slash sacredness of being single.
0: Cannot wait. Sacredness was so fire last year. The branding looks sick, the back end sick. And I know you've added good things. So excited about sacredness. You can go to almost30.com to learn more about us, to learn more about our partners. We have a blog that has really beautiful articles um, on topics that we love to talk about. And then you can find Almost 30 on Instagram, Almost 30 podcast on Instagram. Make sure to follow us. We share funny, relatable, and inspiring content every single day.
1: And we'd love to thank our sponsors for this episode. on Luisa Jewelry, Array, Elevy, FX Chocolate, and ZocDoc. You can find all discount information in our show notes as well as on almost30.com slash partners. Thank you all for listening. We love you and we will see you on the next one. We'll see you soon.